0: Hi, good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service.
1: Manx Radio
0: On today's programme, Christmas goes live again in Douglas. Alex Brown has all the details. And speaking of details, our notice board is packed with services and events where you'll be made most welcome and you can share in the true spirit of Christmas. And Richard Littledale brings along another nativity set from his personal collection. This week with a particularly poignant story to tell. And we're starting something new today, an at-your-service bonus, not just one podcast, but two. I'll tell you more about that a little later in the programme. Advent, the name given to these weeks leading up to Christmas, is a time for Christians to prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It's a season marked with some beautiful music, some reflective, some joyful, like this one. Lo, he comes with clouds descending. Some stirring singing there from the St Michael Singers and the Advent hymn, Lo, He Comes with Clouds Descending. Douglas Town Centre Management, the organisation that supports the city's busy shopping centre, have once again invited churches of all denominations to work together to present an outdoor retelling of the Christmas story that everyone can enjoy during one of the late-night shopping evenings later this month. Coordinating it all, drawing churches and community groups together and liaising with Douglas Town Centre Management is Pioneer Minister and Anglican Priest, Reverend Alex Brown, who's back in the studio today to tell us all about it.
2: It's really exciting. So we're going to be in Villiers Square once again, thanks to Tavia, who've given us the the site for free again. Very, very generous of them. Uh, And this year, we've got more community involvement than ever before. So there's the Unity Dance School, who are going to be there as the Angels. Again, dancing quite a high-impact song. That's very exciting. Uh, This year, the Manx Gateway Drama Group, who are an adult additional needs group, are going to be there. All as our characters in costume. So they're going to be Mary Joseph, Wise Men, Innkeeper, Shepherds. We've got some really, really fluffy sheep this year, Judith, really, really fluffy. I went to see them on the farm and they're the fluffiest sheep I think I've ever seen in my life. And all of the sheep that will be there are actually available to buy as pets. Really? Yes, yes. So they bring in the ones that haven't yet been sold. They're the ones that will be there as our sheep. And if you like them, they're available to yeah. buy. Yes. Spinning vanning are coming. They've got some fire flinging that they're going to do. So when the shepherds meet the angels behind them on the big concrete benches, we're going to have three people there with kind of fire going all around them, which will just be absolutely fantastic. Ruth Keggen-Gale is coming again uh, as Manx Language Development Officer. So there will be another Manx song, which she's going to teach us. Salvation Army Band are going to be there to kind of get the atmosphere going right at the beginning. And uh, my friend Richard, Richard Costain, who grew up on the island from the, the Costain family that have been here since like the fourth century or something, he's coming back over for the evening to sing for us, to finish the whole thing off. He's going to sing a beautiful Christmas song. So the whole stage has been set, all the characters are there. And as he's singing Oh Holy Night, from the back of the audience, the scouts and the guides are bringing in the Bethlehem Peace Light, which is this light which has been lit from a candle in Bethlehem itself and has travelled across the whole world, being lit by more and more people, that our scouts and guides went over to England and and will get it, and they arrive on the island with that light the night before Christmas Live. So I said, could you come with the candle? And they said, yeah, sure. So when everything's finishing, we've got this beautiful song, we've all had this brilliant experience, A, a light literally from Bethlehem comes through the audience and comes and meets us on the stage. It's going to be a really powerful ending to what's going to be such a good, upbeat family event. Oh, and our, our giant camel puppet makes a return as well. The camel was very popular
0: last year. It was very Listening to you, Alex, you have seemed to have combined something that will entertain and lots of spectacle, but at the heart of it is the message of Christmas. It's the true message of the season. You blend the entertainment with the power of the story, that moment for engagement at a deeper level.
2: Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, I think we undersell how receptive adults and children are to having just a moment of pause to think about the message of the story to think about our own lives to think about why we're even here you know and this this peace light that comes in with the message of we can be these peace bringers to the world whether you're a person of faith or not you know come celebrate this huge global story of the birth of Jesus that we celebrate here on the Isle of Man and across the world And as part of that, reflect on yourself, what it is you think, what you believe. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. So give me all the details, the practical details. Uh, So tickets are free. I think last year we we charged like a pound per ticket or something. We're not doing that this year. So this year it's totally free. And you just go on to christmaslive.im, which is a very simple website to remember, christmaslive.im. And there's the link to Eventbrite
0: with the Eventbrite tickets, and you can buy about 10 at a time. As you say, whilst the tickets are free, in fact, the whole thing is free, it's just controlling numbers for everybody's safety and comfort. So that's why it is important to get those tickets beforehand. But of course, if you find that you can just come along on the night, then just just come along, and if it's possible, everybody will get in. So we know that it's in the Villiers Square. That's opposite 1886. That's a good landmark for it. So when and what time? So it's going to be on the Thursday, the 15th of December at half past six. Thursday, the 15th will be a late night shopping night in Douglas. So shop beforehand come along to us at half past six. The actual performance will last, what would you say, about three quarters of an hour, something like that? Oh
2: yeah, 45 minutes or an hour. We've got people from church who are going to be collecting litter at the end to make sure the whole site's nice and clean and giving out programmes and stuff like that. But also my co-host. So for the first time ever in the history of Christmas Live, I wanted a co-host. And so I approached Emma Nudd, who's the youth worker for Broadway Baptist Church, and she just said yes straight away. So we've been through the script together. She is absolutely brilliant as a presenter and as a person. So really, really excited that actually there'll be two of us leading the whole thing through as well. So I think this year it will feel like there's a bit more energy and vibrancy even than there was last year.
0: This is not the first time that you've done it. And I think what is impressive, Alex, is that the core message is in no way compromised, diluted, changed. The core message is still the same, but you do work very hard to keep it fresh. So if somebody's been to this before, it's not a question of saying, I guess it'll just be the same, because it won't be, will it? Oh,
2: no, no, definitely won't be, no. Especially with the fire jugglers there this year. Thank you, Spinning Van In. Vanin. And with the peace light, that's very different as well. And with the dancers are in a different part And the feel of the dance is going to be quite different. Ruth's Manx song is a different song to last year. So, yeah, really trying to change it up. I would hate someone to come and go, oh, you've just done a carbon copy of last year, because I wouldn't want to go to that. What would I want to go to that would enable me to connect with the story and enjoy myself and my kids to enjoy themselves? And that's how I try to kind of think about it. We get to revisit the Christmas story in a really contemporary way that feels entertaining, but doesn't water down. The importance of the story. I think there's something really powerful about sharing these stories year after year after year that we give ourselves this marker where we say, every single year I'm going to get myself in a place where I know God is going to be born again in me. For me, standing somewhere and talking about this story so that everyone can access it and everyone's invited into it is really, really important. It's a central part of the Christian faith is that what God has done is not to be kept to ourselves as some kind of little secret that we have, like a secret God club we don't invite anyone into, but actually that we share this news with the whole world.
0: It's sharing the joy and the promise and the hope because we do need something that says this is not all there is yeah
2: definitely and the, I mean one of the really key messages of the Christmas story is God cares so much about his world that he intervenes he comes and he he steps in, and that he totally identifies with who we are and the position we find ourselves in i mean for for Jesus to be born out of wedlock in a rundown part of a A Middle Eastern country and then to be a refugee straight away to be almost killed by this crazy king you look at the world situation that's happening now and you think that is happening to so many different groups of people and we could say well how does God know what it feels like and the answer is he purposefully went out of his way for Jesus to live through all of that kind of stuff so so we can have a God who totally identifies with us.
1: Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord.
0: Thank you to Pioneer Minister Reverend Alex Brown with news of this year's Christmas Live in Douglas on December the 15th. And the website where you can claim your free tickets is quite simply christmaslive.im. And now it's time to welcome back author and broadcaster Richard Littledale, a recently retired Baptist minister who's joining us each week during December to share a reflection taken from his book entitled 37 Kings and a Budgerigar. It's a book of daily Advent reflections inspired by Richard's personal collection of nativity sets from around the world.
3: Do you remember when you were a small child and you used to make your Christmas cards for parents or family? They may well have a stash of them somewhere in a loft or a cupboard. You probably reached an age where you were embarrassed by the comparison between your homemade efforts and the professional ones on offer in the shops. You probably felt envious of the artist who made Mary and Joseph look like actual people, or who could paint a sheep without it being mistaken for a dog, for instance. My parents always told me that the homemade ones were more precious but I never believed them at the time. I do now. Without a doubt the most precious nativity set I own cost me nothing. It is a homemade set turned on a lathe from old pallets and the remains of a broken fence. It has eleven figures in all, including two cylindrical sheep alongside their minders, an angel, three kings, and the Holy Family. None of the figures has a face, although the way the grain has come out on the Mary figure, it looks as if she is peeping out from beneath a headscarf. There are no figures quite like them in the entire world, and I love them. The reason for my love of them, though, is not just to do with the figures themselves. They were presented to me on the 16th of December 2017, as I faced the hardest Christmas of my life. My beloved wife Fiona, to whom I had been married for 30 years, had died just a few weeks earlier, and I was facing Christmas without her. Knowing this, the craftsman behind the set had spent many an hour in his workshop producing these figures just for me. They came with a gift label for Richard... And Fiona in Heaven. Every year, that precious label gets packed away along with the set itself. Even now, the tears prick at my eyes as I think of the kindness in such an act. My nativity sets come in all kinds of materials. Wood, glass, metal, clay and fabric. They come in bright colours, dull colours and every shape and size. Behind all of that, though, is a story older than any artist or sculptor who has made them. Behind that story, no matter how it is depicted, is the tale of God's selfless love, who reached out to us. He did it at great cost and because of our great need. John's Gospel doesn't have a nativity story, but let's listen to his account of Christ's coming in John chapter 1 verses 1 to 12. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of mankind. He was in the world, and through him the world was made, but it did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Christ comes as God's shaft of light to pierce the darkness for no other reason than that he loves us. Dear God, help me to remember today that I am loved. This is a message starting from your very heart and written in your very flesh. Today, help me to be more grateful than ever that you have pierced my darkness with your light. Amen.
0: Thank you, Richard Littledale. And if you go to the podcast of this program, you can see a photograph of the nativity set Richard was describing. You can also see it in Richard's book, 37 Kings and a Budgerigar. It's on sale in Church's Bookshop inside St. Thomas's Church near the Gaiety Theatre here in Douglas, open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day except Sunday. And Richard will be back next week with another nativity set, And another reflection to share. And now let's take a look at that packed notice board I mentioned earlier. And we start with two Christingle services. There's a Christingle service in St Catherine's Church in Port Erin this afternoon at four o'clock. And there'll also be a Christingle service at the Cool Chapel on the Cool Road at the edge of the Isle of Man Business Park tonight at half past six. It's in aid of the Children's Society. Both of these will be family services and an opportunity to make a Christingle and start your countdown to Christmas. And if you'd like to sing some carols, you'll be very welcome at Port St. Mary Methodist Church tonight at half past six for a carol service led by Reverend Dr. Sean Turner. And the same church, Port St. Mary Methodist Church, will host the RNLI carol service next Sunday, December the 11th, at 3 o'clock. Moving on to tomorrow, Monday, December the 5th, it's a Super Monday in Colby Methodist Church Lounge. Pop in for homemade soup and fresh bread, served between noon and 1 o'clock tomorrow. No charge, but donations to help with costs would be welcome. And tomorrow evening, the Talis Consort present an evening of festive music and verse at half past seven in St. Mary's Roman Catholic Church on Hill Street here in Douglas. Admission is free, but if you're not able to be there in person, don't forget that all services and concerts in St. Mary's are live-streamed via their website, manxcatholic.org. The live stream button is easily visible on the home page. The camera is permanently switched on, but the sound is only turned on before a service or a concert. On Tuesday the 6th, there's a Christmas coffee morning in Port Erin Methodist Church Hall, with festive stalls and a raffle, open from 10 till half past 11. And also in Port Erin Methodist Church on Wednesday the 7th, there'll be a Warm Spaces community jumble sale open between two and half past three. And all the money raised will support the provision of Warm Spaces in the local community. Back to Tuesday the 6th and everyone's welcome to a community Christmas film night in Castletown Methodist Church. It starts at 7pm and admission is free. On Friday the 9th, there's a soup lunch in Port St Mary Methodist Church, served between noon and half past one. And this will be followed at three o'clock by a craft Bring along your own craft work or choose something new from one of the crafts that'll be there for you to try. The next meeting of the Justice Choir is in Selby Methodist Church at seven o'clock this Friday, December the 9th. New faces are always welcome. No auditions are needed. Just turn up. It's three pounds per session, including refreshments. And as this is the last session before Christmas, the refreshments might include a mince pie. The Justice Choir is under the direction of Louise Whiteleg and Krista McCartney, and it will resume again in January. Next Saturday, the 10th of December, Colby Methodist Chapel have their Christmas fair open from 10am until noon. All kinds of stalls, including crafts, cakes and gifts, and there'll be refreshments, including croissants and tea cakes. And looking ahead now to next Sunday, December the 11th, Baldrine Chapel welcomes everyone to their carol service at 11 o'clock next Sunday morning. Bride Sunday School have their Christmas nativity next Sunday the 11th at half past two and it'll be followed by refreshments. Next Sunday afternoon at three o'clock you're invited to the Cathedral in Peel for their traditional and very popular festival of nine lessons and carols with choir and choristers. And finally, next Sunday evening, Manx Voices will be in concert in St George's Church here in Douglas. Their Christmas concert is called Music of the Americas and will feature not only the choir, but piano and organ music from Graham Kirkland. The concert in St George's next Sunday night starts at half past seven, and tickets for adults are seven pounds, but just one pound for all accompanied school-age children, and the concert will be followed by light refreshments. Well, at the start of the programme, I said we were doing something new, and this is it. I have the pleasure of meeting some remarkable people with great stories to share, but just not enough time to fit everything into one weekly edition of the programme. So, every few weeks, there'll be an extra podcast of something I think you'll enjoy that's not been featured in the main programme. The first of them will be there later this morning. Just go to our website, manxradio.com, and in the podcast menu, you'll find the podcast for this programme alongside another shorter podcast, At Your Service Extra. And in the first episode, you can join QE2 high school students Kitty, Grace, Calvin and John, as they tell you their story. Do please listen if you can. I know that you'll be interested and inspired.
2: Well, at the time, I thought it was a bit of an ambitious goal. But uh, at the moment, I'm really, really worried that my hair is not going to be here by February. But to
0: be perfectly honest, if I had to shave my head for anything, I would like it to be for charity. And that was a little sneaky preview of our shorter podcast, at your service extra. Available at manxradio.com And that's all that we have time for now, but I'll be back tonight at 9 o'clock for sundown. Easy listening music to round off your weekend, and I'd love you to join me if you can. Do please email me if you've got items for the notice board, Lay at manxradio.com And until whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening, and I wish you and those you love a blessed and peaceful Advent week and a very good morning.
1: The Nation Station Next Way